0: Long Slice Brewery presents Getting Hip to the Hip.
1: Hey, it's JD here, and I am sans Pete and Tim uh, at the moment, but they'll be joining us in just a few minutes. I am here to set up what is a new series within Getting Hip to the Hip. It's called Getting to Know Your MC. And there will be a second installment of this called Getting to Know Your Band. And basically, these episodes are designed to allow you to get inside of Long Slice Presents Getting Hip to the Hip, An Evening for the Downy Wenjack Fund, before that event even occurs. That way, when you buy your tickets, and you can buy them at gettinghiptothehip.com and clicking on the ticket button, from there, it's easy peasy. You just have to show up at the event. So there's that. I would say that uh, Pete Van Dyke is a great stand-up comedian, and he will be emceeing us. He's also a podcaster hosting a show called Live from the Dutch Hall. And uh, just recently, he had Pete and Tim and myself on as guests, and he graciously gave us a copy of the tape. He had it flown in live from Delhi, and uh, I'm going to put it up on our feed. It's going to be... Well, it's going to come up to you in just a second. So why don't I stop blither blathering and we'll get to Live from the Dutch Hall with Pete Van Dyke and our friends Pete and Tim as we discuss the podcast on Live from the Dutch Hall.
2: Welcome, everybody, to the Dutch Hall. We're coming to you live from the pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, for episode 445. Believe it or not, 445 times we have done this stupid thing. And this time we have roped two people from different parts of the planet and one person who was from here but had to come back here on a long journey today. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I'm very happy to have them in, all first timers, all Dutch Hall virgins. And uh, they're here to promote a podcast. Which is a really uh, interesting concept, especially for a guy like me from uh, f- from Southern Ontario. Uh, the The hip is really was really a band that was pivotal, pivot, pivotal, pivotal. Is that right? That's right. Pivotal to a kid That's like right. me. It came up at the right time. They were like hitting at the same time that I was getting in to be in the, uh, awesomest part of my life, you know. And these guys, two of these fellas, have. N- no such experience at all, one of these fellas would have a very similar one. And the idea of the podcast is to let these two guys understand what us two guys feel about this band. And uh, so did I introduce myself yet, Jamie? Yeah, you haven't really no. Oh well, I'll start off by introducing myself. I am the host of the show and two time. You're supposed to say two time. Two time. There you go. President's Club award winner Pete Van Dyke. Uh, no applause. No applause. And our guest today, um, the one that's come from Waterford, Ontario. He's a he's a Waterford native. That's right. Uh, Norfolk County boy, but he's moved to the big city and he's uh, made a life for himself. First time here in the Dutch Hall, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Jamie Dew, everybody. Jamie Dew. It is
1: great to be back. <laughs>
3: there
2: you great to be back to Norfolk, you mean? Great to be back in Ontario's garden. Oh, yes. Thank, yes. You, thank you. Shout out to us. And our guests, and you're going to have to help me, Jamie, on the last names here. That's right. I will. From San Diego, California. Uh, is Tim Lion, Tim Lion everybody I'll take it, yeah
3: Happy to be here, thanks for having me
2: Thank you Tim And coming from Malaga, Spain Malaga, Spain This is Pete from Spain He doesn't have a last name? (laughs) Yes, of course he does, Marchica Pete Marchica everybody, Pete Marchica Thank you my middle name is, is is from spain what's your middle name
0: from spain <laughs> oh I'm joking. i'm just from
2: yes yeah. you know actually <laughs> i have a i have a nephew and his middle name his name is this is seriously his name is adrian adventure potasky and like and it's just so he could go around his parents named on that so he could tell people my my adventure is my middle name <laughs> Is that real? I love it. That's That's my nephew. Totally real. That's real. That's my nephew. Like that's that is cool. Like you want to get named? It's like uh, your parents just made you James Bond. Yeah. Right. Like it just made you cool as shit. Now this kid's got to live up to that middle name. He's got to live life. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Hopefully he's not trepidatious of everything.
2: Yeah. What if he's just like an accountant? You know. <laughs>
3: then he'll probably be cooking the books.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the name, like, adventure. You know, that's a that's just a gift. That's a gift from your parents. So uh, I, I want. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Or curse. Or curse. <laughs> um, I wanted to say the band we're talking about is Tragically Hip. That's right. The band uh, that uh, if you the tra- Tragically Hip is from Kingston, Ontario. And for some reason, the Tragically Hip have been a band that have uh, made it in Canada. They were enormous in Canada, but as much as we tried to explain them to the rest of the world, the rest of the world just didn't get them. No. Would you agree with that, Jamie?
1: I would agree with that. And uh, these two are the avatars for the rest of the world.
2: Yeah. And is there a a band uh, either in the United States or in Spain that you would say would be... Like a band that is beloved in your country, but the rest of the world doesn't get it.
0: you know, ooh, Tim, you want to take that one for the u s? Poof, tough we, one. yeah, that is a tough um, one for
3: u s. actually, yeah,, Oy, yeah, I have no idea cause I'm I feel gonna gonna like if to, you break, I'm gonna have to do some homework.
1: I feel like if you break in the u s, Part of that breaking in the U S is breaking internationally.
2: Yeah. Like the rest of the world will like what you guys like. Yeah. There's not much that you guys, unless, unless there's some guy like, uh, you know, like, uh, what's the name of that fella? He's like, uh, you know, uh, uh proud to be an American or like the, they were like, uh, one of those country guys who were really like patriotic and, uh, over the top. That might oh, be a little that's bit. That's the country singer. What's yeah, his name? That might be too much for like people outside the States.
0: Yeah, that's true. No, I know what you're saying. It, you know, it, what's the guy's name? The big... Yeah, I know who
2: you, you mean. You know what I mean? See, mean. We're from Canada. We don't know the guy's We're name. Denim vests. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got tons of them. You know, how about Spain?
0: You know, there's a band here called Los Planetas, which translates to the planets, if you will. And, uh, it, you know, they're extremely popular. I mean, they've got like there's a couple of the members have spinoff bands. I mean, you can't, can't go to any corner of this country and not know somebody who knows Los Planetas. And they're like, started as an indie rock band, sort of like, I guess you'd say the hip did. but, um, but yeah, dude, outside of, if you mention Los Planetas outside of Spain, nobody knows totally you're talking about.
2: Yeah. I've never heard of them. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know that the tragically hip themselves were friends with the band, the Rio statics out of England. Because they had the same issue as them, they were huge in in uh, England, but the Re- rest of the world.
3: Real Statics are. Oh, no, not the Real stat,
2: stereo Stereophonics. I always say phonics. those bands wrong. Ah, Stere- oh, I
3: was about to correct. You. Yes,
2: I apologize. Real Statics actually open for the hip. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But the uh, Stereophonics, and so they'd always if they came out with an album the hip would give an album to the stereophonics. Stereophonics would give an album to the hips when they came up with a new one. Cause they had this mutual, like kind of like uh, you know, like sister cities and stuff like that. It was like the same thing, but they were like sister bands, you know, yeah, I feel
1: like the last time stereophonics played in Toronto, it was post score dying and they played a hip song.
2: Yeah, that would make a huge sense. And I
1: didn't, But I didn't know that there was that connection. I just thought they were just doing a tribute to... Oh, no, they were big
2: fans of it, like big fans That's of really each cool. other. And they both had the same thing they could never break in the States. And they were like huge in their own countries. And even in Canada, the stereophonics didn't really make too remember, much of a splash. I just but, remember that Have a Nice Day song. Yeah, I like that band, actually. Yeah.
3: but they I can only think of bands from the U.S. that have done well outside of the U.S., you know, like bigger tours outside the US.
0: But There's there are there are a ton of like Canadian bands that like have, have broken through too. I mean, for Christ's sake, you got Neil Young, you've got uh yeah. you've got um Brian uh, Bryan Adams, you know. Nickelback, yeah. Rush, that one yeah. band, Rush. Is
3: yeah, that what yeah. they're
0: called? Yeah, Rush. Yeah, Jeez, I mean, how, how I mean, one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah.
3: it's a real crowd splitter. Rush.
1: I agree because I've never. Is. I was never a Rush guy.
2: If you don't, if you like Rush, you really like Rush, big time. I think it's like Bruce Springsteen. You know Bruce Springsteen. The guys are like Bruce. They love Bruce. Like they really like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Yeah. we have have a good friend who who follows Bruce, and I just yeah. They're like they follow.
3: God God bless Michelle.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I have my my, uh, my cousin's husband is like that. He traveled. He's traveled all around to. To see Bruce, eh? And he knows him like, like it just, it means so much to him, eh? I envy that about him, but I just don't get it. Yeah. It just doesn't hit me. I
1: like, I like Springsteen, but I'm not, I wouldn't do a follow, like a follow along or.
2: Yeah, you're in camp too. Like, uh, either you love him or you're like, oh, he's the, you know, he's good. Like, I, I like, uh, I like a couple you know i like it enough it's just fine there's,
3: there's lots of there's lots of bands i would go see perform live if i got a free ticket And I, I
0: yeah i got free tickets to see springsteen that's the only reason i saw him but but yeah. back in the day i, I was t- i think we told this on the pod or i may mentioned it on the pod when we did some when we recorded but back in the day when i started playing in bands like you know 25 years ago you, it, you were if you were a rush fan you were closeted like and I'm not even like joking like in the US like if you liked Rush and you had Rush Records you were closeted you didn't talk about it I remember I was playing in a band with a guy named Jason Hirsch and he was our bass player and we played in a band for like 7 or 8 months and then one day I went over to his house and it was like I found a bunch of porno mags in his <laughs> corner like he's like he's like, yeah dude I, I like Rush and like the same was for Zappa and I was like dude it's it's cool man this is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a huge,
2: like, I have a huge uh, kit set up in the closet. I drummed a Neil pair the time, you know, <laughs> 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 that's that funny, man. But that, that is, it was kind of that there was like, you just you yeah. didn't know if you're, cause it, he, they split the room. You either love it. Like people hated rush or they loved rush, you know, even in Canada, oh. even in Canada they're hardcore. I don't get it. You know, I think some, it's, it might be musicians though, too. Musicians like rush, right? Cause they're. They're technical. Yeah. I technical. mean, cause you
0: just the get the, the work of like the musicianship is like the fact that Geddy Lee can, can play is multi-instrumentalist on stage and singing. is just fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's pretty, like, uh, sorry. it's like
2: Radiohead too, eh? Right? Like Radiohead, like, uh, if the musicians get them more than the non-musicians would you say that's true i
3: don't think so i think i think rush had a special kind of nerd you know like if you ever knew like a group of kids that played D d yeah, yeah yeah like you know like i don't know rush has their own collective like i i have lots of friends who are radiohead fans and many of whom are not
0: We've we now ostracize the the rush the rush uh <laughs> crowd from from Pete's podcast and we've now ostracized the D
3: D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know no, if I any of have, those people. I still does. have d friends, so we're we're all good with each other.
0: <laughs>
2: I have uh have you ever I've never played before. No, D&D, have you done that? No? Never never I, I won't touch
3: a twelve side. I tried like when it became a thing, I tried with some kids in my neighborhood and I sat down with them and I was like are we going to drink some wine or, you know, and that was the seventh grade. Like it just yeah. it felt like we were supposed to be naked or I, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, really uh, weird. <laughs> it was like, how, how, how far can we take role play right now? That's, yeah. Yeah. You were too, too much of a tease for me.
2: Um, uh, no, I was like, uh, that, you were saying Dungeons and Dragons makes, uh, it seemed a little like they was going to get, Role. did people wear costumes for that stuff or well no, just-
3: no I just felt like it was this level of intellectualism you know like that wasn't it being an experience in games and Rush was kind of the same way and oh. maybe uh, you know maybe the hip was too smart for the US maybe it might
2: be uh, it might be but like you but know there's a, but I don't know how smart it was it was like there's a it's an interesting thing because I've i uh, only, because of this podcast, started, you know, you kind of reflect on, a, you know, I was a hip, like I am a hip fan, and it, but I don't know if I'm associating it. It's just because they were around through a good part of my life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was young and having a good time and every show I went to or I could see them a lot, you know, so they were at a lot of like festivals and concerts that I would get a chance to go to. They were and,
1: always on at the bar. Like whatever yeah. bar you go to, they were playing. Hip, you know,
0: yeah. They were like the the L A. They were like Canada's version of X. If you lived in L A., right, Tim? Sure, who are still Cause like, playing? Yeah, right. I know, yeah. but X. You could like go to any club on a given night in the '80s and '90s, and that band was playing. Yeah, and yeah. they're still playing. Yeah, they're still playing. And then the, i never
2: seen a, the other thing that I think was, was interesting about the hip when you'd see them live is like, I've seen a lot of bands that would jam, you know, like, like they would like jam out a song. So it didn't sound like a radio version of it. Like, but, uh, it, the hip's the only one I can really say the vocalist was doing it too, like yeah, where the vocalist was before. jamming vocals, you know? And Big uh, so you'd go to see him at a show and he'd be like gibberishing up there, you know, while they were, uh, like jamming something else out in the middle of a song. And then, uh, you'd go see the next tour and it would actually be a song that was on that album, you know? And, uh, like, do you remember seeing that too? Absolutely. A lot? Yeah. I always called it breadcrumbs, right? Like it yeah, was like yeah. little breadcrumbs and you're like, that's going to be something like I remember nautical disaster before it was nautical disaster. Yes. Right. And then like, um, so like, a, I thought that was kind of cool. Cause you kind of, I don't remember another band that kind of let you in on the what's to come, you know, yeah. like, uh, and, 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 let you watch the creative process like the writing process on stage, you yeah. know, as obviously maybe, as maybe
3: the maybe the doors, you know? yeah, yeah, it, that's the, a good again, idea. Jim Morris. Jim Morrison did a fair amount of that, there, but there's not many. I mean, that was like lead singers riffing. You yeah, know? there's not not many people are able to do that at all.
2: Is it's douchey? It really like it has the potential to go a little bit. Yourself ag- grandizing you know, like uh, where it's like, look at me, I'm an intellectual, and uh, you know, even Jim Morrison and Gord Downey, they both kind of, their critics could could accuse them of that, of being a little bit like, you know, in their own head or like uh, too impressed by themselves. But I didn't get that impression from either of them, because I liked them, yeah, you know? me too. But <laughs> and I like watching the creativity of it, you know. But doors is a perfect example because that would be the I would say the closest, which I never got to see them. So uh, did, did
0: to... Pete, did you have you because I don't know how much you um dug into the pod, but we, you know, one of the things that Tim and I have struggled with is that, you know, when we did the when we did the the pod, we recorded everything, because everything's recorded up until this point, pretty much. We're just kind of trickling the pods out leading up to the the finale day but like a lot of folks okay yeah you didn't fucking like my didn't like the third my third what the fuck is wrong with you? God damn. <laughs> but it's, it's like dude we had a week to digest the record and then it was week over week over week over week and like some of these people like dude had fucking a year, two years to like, and have had their whole lives to get to know this band. I think it's, you know, I'm not going to blow smoke up my own ass, but maybe I'll blow a little Tim's ass. Um, But we, you know, I'm, I think it's pretty impressive because at this point, now that we're kind of all done, I fucking love this band. I mean, I've gone back and listened to the records. We weren't super keen on, and they're just, dude, they're, I don't know what, American rock fans were fucking thinking back in the day when this band was like pinky. I
3: I, I really think that a big part of why they didn't quote make it in the U S which they did to a degree. They just weren't selling out stadiums. But I think a big part of it had to do, must have had to have been because of ill attempted marketing. Like, like when bands go on tour there are people behind the scenes that are doing promotions in every city they're hanging posters they're giving away tickets they're talking about on the radio all of these things you know I have a buddy in LA who does yeah. this for a living and I talked to him briefly about it and he said marketing probably was marketing right, and, can't, and I'm like okay, you know and in the labels that when, when the hip was on with labels who weren't promoting them in the US like oh they're going to play in these six epicenter cities we're going to sell out the film more maybe if all the Canadians show up. Sure. That was, that was what happened. But man, if they were promoted more in a real way, like other bands on their U S labels, which I can't remember right now, I I think they would have totally hit it. When they were on in my house the other day, I said to my wife, if this was playing in 1992, I would have been totally into it because we were talking about bands we were into in 1992 And some of them, like right now, I might have thought they were pretty good back then. But some of them, right now, I absolutely do not listen to. But if I would have heard the hip in '92, I would definitely be going back to albums right now. I I believe.
2: Yeah, it's uh, interesting. That's really all. But with both what you guys said, it's really interesting because I it's not what I expected. Like number one, you've just to let my audience know you've been th- you've been through the entire uh, catalog of the hip uh, which when you said it takes you time to process a tragically hip album i mean i remember like in real time when these things came out and we would uh, like line up at sunrise at midnight to get the new road apples or whatever you know and uh, but each album like road apples compared up to here and uh day for night compared to road apple or like or fully completely you know there they were as soon as you put in the new album you were like uh ah, like this is this isn't as good as the last stuff and then you'd listen to it like a, a, a hundred times and then it would become your favorite album you know like it, 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 <laughs> right. it, would, it totally and i find jack white like i'm a huge jack white fan and it's the same thing with his stuff because he's pushing himself and he's growing you know and then it kind of takes you a bit to get your head around what he's trying to do and then after a while you start digging it you know um that's a
0: good example
2: and i think that's that's the kind of like i you never liked a hip album when you first got it you always
3: liked it a couple weeks later you know like
2: uh
3: um Sorry. is that true is that true for you jamie were there any albums you just were like just had on repeat psyched go, go 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 listen to it a hundred times a week was,
1: i was in love with like from the moment i heard it like so there you go but and fully completely too um trouble at the hen house the first time i heard it i was like i'm not sure about this this but but you're right it was it was it was different they were they were you're right. They, they were growing and I was stuck behind. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's like my favorite record.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like hands down. Yeah. And then like I, uh, yeah. Cause, yeah. Up to here was uh, the only one I would say that I was like, uh, I'm in this is, everything's great. And then the only thing is that a lot of songs kind of sounded similar maybe, but, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but then everything, I was comparing everything to up to here. And then, uh, uh, and that's just. And then I just wasn't like, like you said, I just wasn't developing like the. That's why it takes me a bit just to catch up because I'm slow. I'm just a, you know you're just a <laughs> consumer. You're being fed, fed shit. You only know what you know, and then get something new and it takes you a bit.
0: But you also never know how long it's going to take. I had a I had a record. I won't even mention because it's just not even important. But a record from a band that I really liked, and when they're it took seven years seven years it came out in 2007 and it wasn't until 2014 when i picked it up again and i literally thought this was the shittiest record i had ever heard and i picked it up again and it turns out being my favorite record and it was like like it takes time but for for what tim and i the gauntlet that fucking jd's put us through the last (laughs) seven months like how many albums
1: there's 14
2: 14 albums 14 or 15 yeah wow and then uh yeah that's crazy man that's crazy so the what, what was i thinking oh you're t- uh, um you know david bowie's black star that album yeah, last album yeah yeah same thing i was like you know i wanted ziggy stardust and i got black star i was upset and then uh you listen to it and you're like this is the greatest thing he's ever done this is man that that album's incredible Oh yeah. And, and uh, it, yeah. And then it, m- the more, you know, like the fact that he, uh, he doesn't, he, o- he leaves on an open note. Like he doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't end on the uh, On the home
0: note, the, no, yeah, the one,
2: the one, he doesn't end on the one, you know, that's a, and he right, knows he's right. going to die. You know, that's crazy.
0: That album. It's funny. Cause I I remember when I bought that album, right when it came out right after he died, because he, he died. A couple days before my birthday because he died a few days after his birthday which is january 8th mine's the 16th and i bought it and i just didn't i, I wanted to get it i couldn't and then a friend when i moved back to spain explained to me that it was a lot of the songs are built on flamenco chords spanish flamenco chords and i was like get the fuck out of here and then i we listened to it together and he explained it to me and i was like as a drummer of our band and i was like Oh, that makes sense. And then the whole record made sense to me.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. But it took years. Isn't that great? Yeah. (laughs) That's a beautiful thing about music uh, or art in general, you know, like no matter what kind of the the art comedy is the same way you can work your whole life. You're never going to know all there is to know about it. You're never going to, it's just so infinite in the amount. So like, uh, that's what I like about it, about it. You know, like you can, you're never going to feel like
3: you've got all the answers, you know? You know, when you or, find art when you find art like that that's timeless that's 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 the best stuff I think you know yeah that's right yeah something you can something you can put on I mean just at any point in time it's just
0: that's the, that's those are the keepers yeah I, I
3: don't guess. know if we'll feel the same way Pete have you gone back to any any Bob Rock produced albums
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny I haven't yet Tim but I, I really am looking forward to it because I think it's gonna happen I think eventually I'll end up like sending a letter is Bob Rock's still
3: alive Yes. oh my gosh yeah
0: okay then i'll send him like a, an apology letter and might like be like bob <laughs> i'm sorry because there are people that, that, that
1: love we are the same now and when it came Man. out it was pretty universally derided and uh there are people that absolutely adore that record now and i'm i'm one of them like like i really did not like that record the first time i heard it like I remember meeting Greg in the grocery store we were doing fully and completely at the time. And I was like, so I did some pre-listening and uh, wow, every song sounds the same. It's all droney. It's, uh, you know, and now I think like Depression Suite is amazing. I love Morning Moon. Um, Queen of the Furrows is like weird and out there, but but I dig it. But it's not, it's not it still doesn't feel quite like a hip record because there's no langwa and, and and sinclair backup vocals you know it's 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 just different
2: yeah do you hear that uh th- i think it was at the junos or something the after core Downey died uh muse filled in and they did um it's a uh, she did a no, what not, it's not. I said the wrong name feist. feist. Yeah. Was it feist no, feist uh, did the vocals. Yeah. And it was for, it's a, um, it's a good life. If you don't weaken. Yeah. It's a good yeah. life. If you don't weaken. And, uh, and, but like when the background vocals kicked in and then it was like, then you're like, Oh, this is the hip, this you know? Is, yeah. 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 And, so and then, good. Uh, cause before it was just a cover, you know? And then yeah. as soon as you heard St. Clair's backing, it was like, Oh man, this is uh this is cool. You know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was asking Pete because this morning when Amy was making coffee, I was like, Coffee girl. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob Bob is coming in. <laughs> hey. Bob's knocking on the door. Hey, I was hoping. Uh, we,
2: so, this has been. This is really cool. If you guys uh, who are listening to this show, if you want to check out this podcast and see how these two people were converted to the ways of the tragically hip, um, uh, how can they find the show, Jamie?
1: Go to gettinghiptothehip dot com, and uh, you can, or anywhere that you
2: find your podcasts, you'll get getting hip to the hip and. This is going to all uh, culminate with a grand finale live show. That's right. In Toronto on September 1st. Yes, sir. And uh, people can get, and get tickets for the show. Same place,
1: com, And uh, click on tickets and, uh, you
2: know, uh, we'll is- a great host for that evening. Well, thank you. Yeah, it'll be hosted by myself. And uh, we have a, uh, the finale of the podcast and you have uh, entertaining the audience of... Uh, was it fifty mission cap or fifty mission. Fifty mission, which is a hip cover band that'll be playing. And where is it? The-
1: it's at the rec room in Toronto on Bremner, right across from the Sky Dome.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's going to be super fun. So please check us out. And uh, we will be running a, a draw here on the Dutch Hall for a listener to get a free uh, free ticket to the event. How about a pair? A pair. Yeah. You can bring a friend. Thank That's you. nice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, That's and I can cool. even give you a ride if you want, if you're local. <laughs> 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 so we got all those things working for us. And there'll be details on that at the end of the show. But I don't want to keep these guys any longer doing business. Um do, does this is this guy down
0: where the blue jays play? Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, that'd be cool if they're playing a, a game no, then. Turn they out they're out of town, or are we could take you to a game for sure. I hey Pete Pete, I, I I've been wanting to tell you a joke, man. Can we tell you a joke? Yeah. Please do. Just after do you
3: done after he's done then, Pete. You play guitar to Pete and Spring, so you guys can trade your talents. I know two chords,
2: <laughs> so
0: so you, you know, Creedence, right? You know, Credence Clearwater, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, CCR, yeah,
0: yeah. So, do you know what the difference between um John Fogarty and Marvin Gaye is? Uh, no, I don't. So, Marvin Gaye heard it through the grapevine. But John Fogarty played it through the (laughs) grapevine. Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Tim Tim just snickered at that one. (laughs) It's one of my all-time favorites. (laughs) Oh, man. Don't tell that at the finale, people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, let it... <laughs> Only if I'm
2: really stuck, I'm going to. I'll pull that one out of the <laughs> toolbox. <laughs> that If you don't like it, <laughs> uh, no, guys. I I want to thank you for spending this uh time with me and getting to for for uh, taking the time to get to know me and my audience. um I really am excited about the podcast, and I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I hope so. You guys got you guys did kind of shit on them a little bit, right? The, oh, yeah. Oh, they, they, they don't, <laughs> don't hold back. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it is interesting to know that even some of the opinions that you held not so long ago may have already changed by the time the finale is going to be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Totally. So totally like, have. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. That's And I think that's a kind of a testament to why I think they're worthy enough to To still be concentrating on, you know, uh, is because this shit can happen, you know, like this stuff can really happen where people can be turned on to something new and it's new to them. So who cares if Gord's dead, you know, like (laughs) these guys never, you know, if you never heard it, like my daughter's a perfect example. Her and the bass player in her band, the bass player in her band said, Did you hear, remember when the hip came out with those new? tracks yeah and they were all like uh 90s era they were like like road
1: apples yeah
2: yeah they were great you know and uh my daughter's friend brought that to me and i and they're like have you heard this and then they started getting into it and it was brand new to them oh that's so hilarious like to watch my kids get into it what i was into is is really a kick so like uh and then like i think that this is a great example of it and uh one time I went fishing in BC and the guy was Australian that was like running our tour. And I asked him about the question, what in your country is the band that you guys would love and nobody else gets. Did and he say Midnight Oil? He did say Midnight Oil. Knew it. And I go, well, we all know Midnight Oil, you know, like beds are burning. And he goes like, fuck that song, you know, like you guys don't know Midnight Oil. If you think it's beds are burning, look into their back catalog when they're a punk band, you know, and then, and it was way different, really way different and nothing like anything that made them popular, but it's so it's maybe there's bands like this everywhere. You know, you can, I never knew about like all, all that old good soul music because it never played on any radios that I got to listen to. You know, like I just found out about Al green like five years ago Like that breaks my heart, (laughs) you know, where was Al Green my whole life? But, um, so there is a lot of good stuff out there. And I think this podcast kind of shines a light on that. So, uh, I I think it was gonna be well worth checking out. So getting hip to the hit, check it out, everybody, Pete and Tim, thank you very much for, for, for the, for doing this for me.
3: Yeah. Thanks Pete. Thanks Pete.
2: Thanks JD. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Yeah. And we will see, see you on September 1st. Sounds great. See you September 1st. Can't wait. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. This show would be nothing without our sponsors at CleanFlow. If you'd like to support them, go to CleanFlow.com. That's K-L-E-E-N-F-L-O.com. And check out all the great products. Lube up your life with CleanFlow. And if you'd like to support our show, go to Patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. And you can join uh, our queen, Jen Husko. And being a part of Dutch Hall Royalty. And if you're a business that's looking at uh, at any sponsorship opportunities, uh, you can uh, also look on Patreon and look at options there. And uh, every time someone on our show gets a little tight ass about what we're putting out on social media... I will put that on Patreon. There was one just recently uh, that Kevin made me not agree not to put out. So I put that on Patreon. And um, <laughs> we also have the one that Charters obviously banned us from putting out. It's on Patreon. So all the banned materials on there. So uh, it is well worth the money. There'll be content and you'll also get invited to special events like my 50th birthday show that's going to be happening in October. This uh, will happen if you join our Patreon or if you even are too cheap to do that, you can go and give us $5 a year. Just e-transfer that to the dutchhallgmail.com and you will become a shareholder of our program and shareholders get the same rights as the Patreon uh, supporters do, so uh, that's a way you can help us out as well. And lastly, hmm, oh, go support Johnny's show at uh, the Lazy Flamingo in Huss Village in Hamilton every Monday. Starts around eight thirty nine nine-ish, around there. Go to see Johnny at the Lazy Flamingo, and I will be headlining there uh, tomorrow. And, and that is it. That is all of our sponsors, I think. You can give us some feedback at the thedutchhallgmail.com, or we are at Dutch Hall on Instagram. That is it for sponsors, uh, Jamie. That is it for sponsors, I promise. That's everything. And, of course, hey, you keep getting hip on, to man. the hip. What? You got to keep the lights on. Got to keep the lights on, exactly. Getting hip to the hip. Uh, and the, go get some tickets to the uh, grand finale, the rec room in Toronto on uh, september 1st um jamie thanks again for coming in thank My you pleasure. very much it's been uh really nice and uh as i said you uh, i've been watching you promote this thing i've been watching you put it together and the way that you have curated it the way that you've cared for it and the way that you've like put thoughtful effort into every step of it it shows through uh this is being done at a at a high level and i'm uh, really proud of the effort you put in so keep it up and uh, i'm going to continue to support everything you do because i'm real happy to know a guy like you so uh thanks for coming in buddy
1: thanks for having me it's great to be here finally
2: yeah finally right we worked it out yeah so uh everyone that's been our show 445 uh tell a friend Share it around. Be nice to each other. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday.
0: for listening to getting hip to the hip please subscribe share rate and review the show at gettinghip to find us on twitter and instagram at getting hip pod and join our facebook group at facebook.com groups slash fully and completely questions or concerns email us at jd at gettinghip to the hip.com We'd love to hear from you.
1: Podcast and such.